probably you could probably press hard enough into the temple with just your thumbs to kill somebody. Anyway, welcome <laughs> to the Garlic Boys One Shots. If you have the shot, take it. And if you have the garlic bread, bake it. I'm Matt, and joining me this week yet again is Connor O'Connor. Hello there. <laughs> is Corey, aka Vaptor Like Raptor. The sky's on fire. We also have Mug. And Gandalf the Grey and Gandalf the White and Monty Python and the Holy Grail's Black Knight and And we have our esteemed DM, the Fire Lord themself, Fire Lord Johnio. Do you think Bahamut sits at the end of time and gazes in amazement at the creations that he's made? Or not? <laughs> gazes. Do you think Probably. God stays in heaven because he too fears of what he's made? That's right, where I, that's where I was going. <laughs> that's a quote from Spy Kids 2, ladies and gentlemen. Steve Buscemi, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the booze man. <laughs> Do you guys ever watch all three back to back? It's yes. not cohesive. It's wild. It's Do you it mean is. all five? What do you mean? All five? I have not. You didn't know seen they came out with new ones? newer ones. Well, they Sorry. made the fourth one, which has nothing to do with the original family. But there's a fifth one. There's one with Carmen in it. The right? fourth one is yeah. Junie as an adult. Yeah, yeah. And they're dealing with the time stuff. Yeah, it's like their kids. Like yeah, and then, then there's a Spy Kids kids, which is the, oh, I haven't seen that one. It's the fifth movie, and it's their kids. Is Robert oh, Rodriguez involved with it? No, no, no. But their kids are the ones in the fourth, and then in the fifth, it's their kids' kids. Oh, oh, that's that's wild, isn't? So um, it's Junie's grandkids. It sure is, Sonny. Isn't um, Jessica Alba in the fourth one? You think she sure four. is in the no, fourth she... movie that she is sure I in the fourth movie that came out three years ago. Three years ago. Oh, my oh yeah, goodness. dude. They're recent. They're very recent. Okay. Jessica Alba was in Fantastic Four. That was some blonde lady. Jessica Alba. Yeah. No, it was Chris. It was Pratt. Miles Teller, <laughs> Michael B. Jordan, and then that blonde you know, lady. I actually that I actually good. have a really good fan casting for the new Fantastic Four movie. And is I think we can make it all work it with the same one I've read I, on every panel. I think we could make it work with um a lot of CGI work, but like it has to be they have to put the time and effort into it. For for Mr. Fantastic, they Chris need to be Pratt. There. Chris Pratt would make a perfect Mr. <laughs> Fantastic for for Sue Storm, Chris Pratt just put a wig, <laughs> little CGI. For Johnny Storm, let's hear it, Chris Pratt. Uh, and I think that 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 he would play a really good Johnny Storm. Flame on is just within his uh, register. And for the thing, guess what? Danny DeVito. No, I'm just kidding, Chris Pratt. <laughs> well, I think so. so I actually, I, I heard today um, that Oscar Isaac has done. Oh, what was my notification that I had? It was because of his work in the Spider Verse, or yeah, across the Spider Verse. Yeah, yeah. That let me see. Yellow era. Let me see. He's, he's been like four different Marvel characters. Yeah, so he's been Moon Knight. He's been Moon Knight, obviously. He's been uh, Spider Man twenty ninety nine. Spider Man twenty ninety nine, and then he was, I think, 
Doom. Apocalypse and X Men Apocalypse. Yeah, Apocalypse. Yeah. Was, yeah, Apocalypse, yeah. So There's those were the big three. No, that was the, those were the only. Oh, ones. oh, you know what? He can play Mister Fantastic. You know, Chris Evans has played like six comic book characters. He's, He's played, played Human Torch, Captain America. He played Loki in Thor two when Loki turns into Captain America. Yeah, he was in The Losers, and he was in um, Scott Pilgrim versus, versus the World. world. Yeah. Back to the show. So this this person <laughs> we're fighting, Spelljammer, a Dungeons and Dragons setting that dates back to the game's beginnings. In this setting, we will explore a very significant event in the history of the cosmos that would determine the outcome of an entire race of elves. Can I? And the can I maybe press fast forward? Yeah. <laughs> just gonna interrupt their speech. I just want, I just want like a, you know, and then I can do oh too far, and then I do the rewind, and then I press play, and then it's all the way back at the beginning, which do this whole thing again. Sorry, for any first time wrestlers, I do, I do want to stress that Matt is not this rude usually. <laughs> not sure what's wrong with him tonight, uh, Shawnee. If you would like to continue with your, I'm speech, off my man. That's all good. We're in, we're in we're in space on a rock at a market. Go. Okay. The bank story, the lore. The, the bank story, the lore. You're in space on a rock at a market. Go. Aren't we fighting somebody? Are we no. fighting somebody? So no, that's necessarily. No. It just showed up. Right now, a really spiky lady just walked in, or spiky uh, person uh, walked in. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you want me to continue doing the intro? That would be yeah. great. Yes. Oh, okay, oh, cool. Cool, cool, cool. I'll go ahead and continue doing that now then. Absolutely. That is the problem here. I just want to remind you of that. <laughs> is he really? Because you were the one who was still talking just now. <laughs> Last time on We're in Space... You guys were at the Great Market when a group of gazers came in and started to start to run around the market looking for the star moths, which the leader of them, this uh, mechanoid suit individual with a scimitar and a crossbow gun, looking out amongst the vast crowd of people where they couldn't possibly spot you immediately in and saying, round them up, every last star moth. What do you guys do? Are there any, like, uh, indicators on our, like, our suits, our armor, or anything, like, that, that clearly say, like, star moth, like, any, uh, you know, indicators? Yes, every single one of you have a very clearly marked badge that says star red star moths. Yeah, is it on like our shoulders? Where like, uh, how's that? Right here. Oh, cool, cool, cool. You guys have like red leather jackets, and they're like right on your left side, like patches. So think of like the Bravengers. Yeah, would Goop have exactly this? I, I think Goop would just have this, the badge, but it would be floating around inside him. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, because that's, that's he doesn't I really knew. wear clothes aside from hats, and the scarf he's just going to wrap around him if he does mm -hmm. ever get a scarf. It's, it's just, going to eventually absorb inside of him. It's a green background with a red moth on it. Okay. 
and it's on fire. The moth. Cool. Um, I knew we shouldn't yeah. have added this blinking light to let people know where we are. Um, can I put the the helm of darkness or whatever? Uh, what was it called? Sorry, the dread, the dread helm. helm. The dread helm. Dread. Yeah, I will put that on. Worn by the legendary judge, dread. I am the dread pirate Roberts. I also have this as Cerulea. Wow. Um, so I put the dread helm on, and then I am unrecognizable as a red moth. Your face mm, is yeah. unrecognizable. You're still wearing the this the uniform. Okay, can we go to the next shot then and see if they have robes? <laughs> next, <laughs> next shot. I, I heard next shot. I also <laughs> heard next shots said again. So we're skipping the farrier and going straight to. There, my name's Cognertius Burgos Nomiastros Ancestrios Agios Twelve. Hi, you Cobb. Can, how you doing? You can Wrong. call me. Yeah, you can call me Corn. They call what? me Corn Cobb. What do you? What do you saw? I'm a sculptor. Next shop. They could have sculpted us something real cool, Connor. We could sculpt you we shutting up. Hola, I am Benito Domines. Do you sell hats? No, I sell. Costumes. Oh, oh, oh that's nice. Nice. Okay, okay. This is the one. Nobody say next shop. Okay. So we need next costume. Shop. We are going to a grain mill. Uh it is a older elven woman who says, Hello there. My name's Lashala. Welcome to the granary. We sell wheat, flour, next shop. barley. I'm sorry, not shop. Uh, oi! Name's Danny. Welcome to the pawn shop. Let's see what you got there. Oh, you've got a rare, one-of-a-kind artifact that you can't find anywhere else in all of space-time continuum. Eh, I'll give you four units. Next shop. <laughs> Don't you just love the history channel? <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Uh, name's Ahmed. Uh, I am from a place called Earth. Uh, we, uh, I sell, I'm an engraver. Oh. It, I'm sorry, Ahmed. Um, um, did you, you said you came from Earth? We probably shouldn't use that word. Uh, Terra? Yeah, no, it's it's definitely Terra now from what I've been told. Uh, well, Terra? Terra, just a word we use in place of the other word because some people uh, take the other word as an insult. Uh, oh well, I, I guess I never really considered that. Uh, well, uh, I, I am from the Terra. So, so you refer to what I call, I guess, I guess what I call Earth. I, I have to say it to refer to it uh, as you call it Terra. You say, are, are, are you from the same place that I'm from? If you're from Terra, then yes. Well, I, I'm from. Uh, so we call it. We uh, I'll refer to it as Terra, but so cool. We, uh, right, right, right. Yeah, we get we get what you call it, and we get that it, we we now call it Terra. Yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, I'm from I'm from an era on Terra. That's fun. Uh, era on it, Terra. Around <laughs> the around this uh, the 21st century. Where are you guys? What time and period are you guys from on there? 
real quick, what does this guy sell? Uh, Goop is just gonna eat something. I'm an engraver. Oh. I can engrave stuff. Okay, Goop eats something. <laughs> oh, uh, maybe while nobody's looking, maybe don't eat that. Uh, I I will tickle you with my large mustache. Too late. And he, Goop ate it. Man, so from the 21st I century. I eat. Yeah. I eat. Uh, Around 2020, things started to get really bad for my people. Uh, and I mean, they've never liked Muslims in on Earth. So uh, I left and uh, I've been on the Rock of Brawl since. So I'm I'm actually I'm also from Terra. Um, we should except go. in my time, we do call it Terra. Uh, and we're actually I'm actually from uh, 20 the 2300s so, oh wow so things actually do end up pretty okay things 2020 is up, not a good year we gotta things, go things end up more unified i i can't say that they are better that's kind of why we're how, how are how are things for the muslims in that era uh great um oh in in oh. in the time that i came from uh, we I guess uh, I'm gonna be a... making a trip back to Earth, but but I'm gonna be I'm gonna wait a couple of years. I, God, I haven't seen my room in about four thousand years. Yeah, Aurora, we should go. He's from the beer plague times. He's from the beer plague times. Yeah, everyone was drinking Corona and getting sick from it. I I don't think the you mean the coronavirus. He says next shop. <laughs> you can't just bring up bad history like that. It was like you were 30... the one bringing up the beer virus, which is yeah. not derivative of beers at all. We started calling it the beer virus because so many people were sad from that time. Well, apparently because it's so stupid that was lost in the history books. Yes, it was stupid, but in fairness, the people that were in charge of that time were not brilliant people. True. True, true. I I read plenty on that. Don't um, you know Tom Cruise's cousin was in Congress at that time? Next shop. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's go to the next one. Hi there. Uh my name's Nerta. Nerta. Welcome to my costume shore store. It's you called have it's called I'm Do being nice. Mute yourself right now, Connor. Why would Do I need to mute myself? I'm not going to say the, the words. <laughs> um, we we would like some costumes. Uh, we are on our way to see the Wizard of Oz. We would like to show our support of the show. Oh, okay. Uh, well, give me a deception check. But I'm not... Dis- yeah, you I'm, are. I, Connor, technically our mission is to upstage the show, uh, so I don't believe that it would not be a deception. No, you're super lying. <laughs> uh, an eight? Uh, well... Oh, wait, I have inspiration. I can use that as an advantage, right? Yes. Thank goodness. Thirteen. She looks at you for a second and goes, okay, uh, and grabs a couple of costumes out of the back. You guys are each going to get cloaks of many fashions. A cloak of many fashions. You can add it to your inventory. As well as a hat of disguise. 
cloak of many fashion. And a hat of disguise. Excuse me. Thank you. I think I'd figure out how to spell hat. Oh, that's a cool looking cloak. As in Harry. A as in Apple. Cloaks of many fashions are pretty cool. They allow you to like change what they look like. Yeah. Very nice. Um. Then can can I instantly change my cloak to look uh, absolutely nothing like the red moth jackets that we have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you want it to look like? Um. What's the opposite of red on the color wheel? Is it blue? Couldn't tell you. I'm colorblind. Yeah. Let's go with blue. Um. Let's go with just like a blue cloak. Um. Technically, green and red are complementary colors, so they're opposite to each other on the color wheel. Okay. Yeah, but there's green in the logo, so I'm going to go Bag. with Bag! Um, <laughs> 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 he said a slur that we probably shouldn't repeat again. <laughs> it's Pride Month, and I'm allowed to call someone a fag if they're being a fag. And Connor was being a fag. Because I understand <laughs> color theory? No, because you hiked your glasses up and snorted before you said, um, actually, bag. Okay, that's fair. Um, so I'm going to make it blue with uh, actually like ice ice designs, like embroidered designs, not uh, – yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Very nice. I'm going to make sure that I don't have the logo on me at all so that I don't get attacked, even if it's a different color. I'm going to put the cloak on, and it's um, literally just going to cover up hey, the patch. Hey, I'm sorry you're getting out so late. I'm filming. Do you need anything? No. I just let you know I'm on the phone. Okay. I can't wait to hear you rant and complain all night long about how shitty your job is, because it is. I love you. Love you. Bye. Hi, buddy. Oh, you think you have earned privileges? Healthy relationships <laughs> are so cute. Uh, yeah. We we actually Wonder have what it. That's like. We had it in our wedding vows that nothing I repeat, nothing will ever come in the middle of if I call you. Oh, that's so sweet. Yep. Hey, fun fact before we continue. Sorry, I just realized I'm the only one that's alone on this podcast. Well, all right. <laughs> there, that just had. There are other ways to look at it. Go ahead. I mean, I don't know him, but there are other yeah. ways to look. No, you could say, instead of, I'm the only one who's alone on this podcast, you could say, you know what? I've got an open mind, and I'm ready to pursue. I could be for anyone, and I'm Connor. Connor, I, I will say. True, it is Pride Month. I will say, Connor, the offer always stands, you know, for <laughs> Mia says you're not allowed to offer that to me anymore. I don't. I don't listen. Listen, you know. Well, if you what, what's podcast, Mia's deal though. with me then? Because like I... <laughs> the poly anyway, couple, right? it's so cool. <laughs> All of this is getting cut out. Um... <laughs> yes. 
one big poly couple. Um, <laughs> can I disguise my space? Uh, like, so when I put the cloak on, it just disguises what I'm wearing, right? Like, it doesn't like just there's a there's a cloak on me and it's covering up everything. Whenever you decide what the cloak looks like, it looks like a costume of your choice. But as soon as you try to interact with any of like your items or anything, it just becomes a cloak again. Okay. Could I please have mine look like the um, original Apollo mission space suit? Uh, space suit? Oh, yeah. Nice. You, you instantly become not real. <laughs> no, they had to make the costumes to fake the moon landing. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. You're invisible. You you start to vaguely hear messages in your head from Steven Spielberg. Okay, we're going to move on to the next scene. It wasn't Spielberg. It was Kubrick. It was Spielberg. They say that Kubrick shot the moon landing to get your mind off of Spielberg. Oh, come on, okay. Connor. Think. <laughs> okay. Um, are we are we going to address... Um, I'm actually... I've been... Game, fellas. I've been rolling to see if one spots you. So far, so good. You're fine. I was literally just going to say, like, should we address, um, you know, the fact that these things are after us? Or are we gonna, They are actively, four of them are actively in the crowd hunting star moths as you guys are shifting your gear to not look like star moths. Uh, but uh, you start to hear a noise uh, coming in your, in your uh, sending stone that is... Uh, Come on now, sugar. Answer the phone. Come on now, sugar. Answer the phone. Okay, I answer it. Come on now. Hey, Aurora. How's it going, sweetheart? Um, not good. We actually have some people after us. On oh, what? Who? They're trying to kill all the star moths. Oh, what do they look like? K ten. Uh, K K K one zero. K one zero was on. That doesn't mean anything to me. Is that like a passcode? It's oh my god, are y'all being held no. ransom? No, I believe it was some sort of like mech suit that she was wearing. I honestly, out of character, Matt didn't write notes for what they actually looked like. <laughs> I wrote big clanky one. metal armor with purple cloak. <laughs> one of the gazers spots your group. Goop says big clanky metal armor with a purple cloak. What? So you're gonna have to describe. You're looking at a mech suit. Someone in a mech suit's chasing you. Big, big metal armor, and Where? they have a bunch of gazers. Gazers. Yes, gazers. Lord, now we used to fight them gazers. Now on the swamp, and we used to. Oh man, we used to beat the shoot out of them gazers. Now listen, y'all don't want to okay. mess with no gazers. They'll get you on that death roll. So they got a death ray. Gazers in their death ray. They are mad furious. Y'all need to get out of there right now. I'm telling. you. Before you okay. don't don't try to fight, do not engage. Get on out. Y'all can handle a couple gazes, but if someone's leading a legion of them, that's the person to be trifled with. Please get out of there as soon as possible. I will meet y'all at, at, at a, a nearby street or something. Jaws and I are just handling some business outside of town. I was just calling you because I noticed y'all made a purchase. Uh, we made a we made some small purchases. Yes. That's fine. Just uh, make sure y'all running stuff by me before y'all spending money now. Of course. Of course. Sorry. 
No, all good, all good. No need to apologize. Now y'all need some gear. That's fine. Just make sure I know what y'all sending, because I don't want to, you know, lose all my money now. <laughs> but get out of there. The gazes, they're gonna get you. Gaze is gonna get you. Okay, and Jeez, we hang up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I say we run. <laughs> I mean, we are in the disguises. We, the gazer is coming towards us. It's well, way. not all of you have switched into disguises yet, so one of them is spotting you. And I think we should try and run and blend in with the crowd while putting our costumes on people. Oh, Goop's, Goop's costume, when he puts on the cloak, um, it, he he looks exactly the same, except now he has a really tight scarf, scarf wrapped around him, so all you can see is his eyes nice. and his hat. Nice. All right, so then I pick up Goop's bucket and we start going. <laughs> we run, try to blend in with uh, people. I'm sure are running away, right? Like, my right. friend, we do yeah. need you to transform as well, my forearm friend. Oh. Give me a oh. group stealth check. I was gonna say I, I had said that my disguise is just the same thing. It just takes away the patch. Oh, sick. Oh, well then, yeah, you guys are all in disguises. Um. Unfortunately, one of them will have heard you talk to someone and mention the star moths over the radio out loud while they're on their way in the crowd to hearing you. So, nice. yeah, good rationale, Shawnee. Mm -hmm. So I rolled my portion of the group stealth check and I got a natural 20. Nice. Cool. Um, oh, no. Do you have disadvantage? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Uh, I got an 11. Oh, no. I, I got a 12, but I have I have advantage. And I have a plus 2, so 14. Sean, Where's please my... be a merciful god. I don't think I will. I rolled a nat 1. Oh, wait. No, you rolled I... a nat 20 and a nat 1? Are you kidding me? What? Wait, are you serious? Yeah, I'm roll a nat twenty too. and a nat one. That's such an impossibility. <laughs> oh no! I got it. I got an eight for my portion of the spell check. I don't know if I want to play this game anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we might just have to sacrifice all white and uh, move on. <laughs> Bring in my next character. <laughs> Go to. All right. What was the highest roll? Was it Corey's or? Was it with 14. Okay, 14. And then uh, lowest roll was a natural one. And then in between that, what do we got, Mug and Matt? Eight. 11. All right. I am so sorry. They're over here. I need everyone to roll initiative. <laughs> I'm not using this dice anymore. I got a six. This this set is going to the graveyard. Uh, people start to scatter away as they notice a fight is breaking out. Some guards try to do away with it, but they're mainly keeping people safe away from this. As the gazers start to circle in and attack you, you group of people, uh, with K-10 walking shortly into this open space and saying, round them up, tear them down. I want them alive. Well, at least we're not going to be dying today. 
I need a uh, Aurora initiative. Uh, oh boy, a seven. Armstrong, eighteen. Well, that's not a bad initiative score considering the nat one you got on the health check. Uh, Goop, fifteen. Enbeth, six. All right, my initiative scores were a natural one. And uh, a 13. So we're starting off at the top with Armstrong All-White. Goop, you are next. You guys are about 10 feet away from the closest gazer. I want to remind you, these are about the size of a head, and they're floating in the air. Um, There are four of them, uh, two on either side of this knightly-looking person. Uh, If anyone wants to give me a perception check as a free action on their turn, they can to learn more details about K-10. Uh, but I want to stress that we are going to be operating with some strict combat rules as far as these encounters go, which is why I had you make backup characters because this era in Spelljammer history consists of a lot, and I mean a lot, of death um, and famous death uh, and battles and war. Uh, so currently, I hope everyone loves your characters, but you might not want to hold on too strong. And if you want to talk to your fellow uh, party members, you will have 10 words as a free action on your turn. Okay. We're we're starting off with Armstrong. Um, I'm going to, as a bonus action, cast Searing Smite. Um, And then I'm going to... How close is the nearest uh, gazer to me? Ten feet away. Awesome. I'm going to um, attack it with my flagstaff. Okay. Which has a ten-foot range. America! Um, And so... That's a natural one. Does that hit? (laughs) But I got a plus three on it, so that's a four. Does that hit? No. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Cool, I'm great at those. Yep, that's a four. That's a that's a that's a that's a solid four. Armstrong. Connor, you know you're my friend, right? You know how you always kill me in every <laughs> we thing we've done. We so were far. just talking about this too. Uh, I want to stress that it's not malicious. It's the fact that you just within the past ten minutes rolled three natural ones. Uh, get some new dice, dude. I don't dislike you. you get some, your dice, do the ten colors that you have of mine. Armstrong I have five takes... colors of yours. Armstrong takes 14 points of fire damage and 14 points of radiant damage as the, as K-10 stomps on the ground and a flash of, like a flash bang centered on Armstrong's chest just goes off uh, and Armstrong falls to the ground. Uh, You are prone and you take that damage. Yeah, I'm in death saves. All right. Oh, wow. Good turn. Goof's um, turn. Armstrong, uh, before you start, Goof, sorry. Uh, Armstrong, <laughs> 10 words as your final words. All right. I'm going to start attacking this gazer. 
<laughs> Goop. Uh, targeting on K10, Goop is going to yell, and he's going to try and uh, cast a spell. Um, what he casts is Fairy Fire. Nice. Um, let me see exactly what that does again. Uh, oh, I got you. Spells. Fairy Fire, each object in a 20-foot cube within range is outlined in blue, green, or violet. Your choice. Uh, it can be any light. I don't care. Uh, and every <laughs> creature within the uh, area has to make a dexterity saving throw. Um, and then... They can't benefit from being invisible. Hold on. Yeah, they can't benefit from being invisible, and uh, they shed a dim light. Okay. It's not going to do any damage, though. Okay. Mm, I haven't, like, rolled really anything yet. No, you don't have, you don't have damage. to. Yeah. Okay, so wait. Uh, Once you cast dice, that's when you do something. Okay. So, just trying to see what really does damage that I have. I think Burning Hands does damage. We'll do that. Uh, so yeah, instead we'll cast Burning Hands. I'm going to. Okay, cool. What does Burning Hands do? Burning Hands. You hold your hands with thumbs touching and fingers spread, and a thin chain, a thin sheet of flames shoots from your outstretched fingertips. Each creature in a 15 foot cone must make dexterity saving throw. Uh, they will take 3d6 fire damage on a failed save or half as much on success. Dexterity saving throw? Yes. They've got a plus three to this. Am I okay. rolling for just them or them and the knight? Uh, them and the knight. Okay. I save, was specifically aiming for the knight. Save. 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 Fail. Uh, <laughs> one, of the, one of the gazers fails. Everyone else saves. Okay. As so as, as a responsible player, I do have to ask, um, where is Goop in relation to where I am right now? Because if I'm in that cone, I have to take full damage. I actually don't know where everybody's at right now. I'll lay it out for you. You guys are in about a 20 by 20 cube circle-ish area that is uh, in the middle of like a dirt road. Uh, there are four gazers and four party members all staring like a pistol duel distance away from each other, like staring straight at one another, gazer to person. And then in the middle of the four gazers on their side is this knight. Um, so you cast fairy fire or you cast burning on the the night in the middle of those, so then they will they are all the ones who made the dexterity saving throw. It wouldn't <laughs> affect you all way. Just okay. I felt like I needed to say that just no, you're good. Of... Yeah. I rolled a six, a four, and a two. So they will take uh six damage. Okay, cool. They failed. Or yeah. any or the one who the ones who failed will take uh twelve damage. The ones who saved will take six. Okay. Um, At least I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, so then you did uh, 12 damage to one of them, and then those who saved got six damage. You said. Yeah. Nice. They take half. Yeah. 
Um, okay. Cool. Uh, is that your turn? I think so. I don't think I have any bonus actions that I can do. That are like... Uh, yeah, I don't want to try anything yet. So yeah, right. turn done. Alright. Uh, well, you guys all notice uh, the knight stamps their foot on the ground again. And this time, uh, two more gazers appear out from behind her back. Aurora, it is your turn. There are now six of them. Three on either side of this knight. Uh, the furthest on the left one in critical condition. Okay. Uh, I am going to say something, if that's all right. That's a free action. Ten words. <clears throat> Two, uh, Armstrong. I'll wait. Um, you stupid old man. Oh, I wish you would have just... Mm. And then I just cast uh, Hunter's Mark on uh, the main... Uh, Whatever the the K ten K ten. Thank you. That's what it is. Okay. She's yelling at me, but I'm too dead to know what she's saying. Just just make it out of this. That's all I wanted to say. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, I cast Hunter's Mark, which uh, is at K ten. It's a bonus action. It says you choose a creature you see within range and mystically mark it as your quarry until the spell ends. You deal an extra one d six damage to the target whenever you hit it with a weapon attack. And you have advantage on any wisdom perception or wisdom survival check you make to find it. If the target drops to zero hit points before the spell ends, you can use a bonus action on a subsequent turn of yours to mark a new creature. So cool. Just, so you um, mark you mark this person. And uh, you said we could do a wisdom perception or like a perception yeah. on. Yeah. So, so then I'd, this this one's what an advantage, right? It would be advantage. Yep. Cool. Ooh, I rolled low, but I have a plus three, so it's just a ten. A ten? Uh, feminine looking. Nice. Okay. Um, okay, then I'm just going to attack. Oh, that's kind of nice. Um, are are the uh, whatchamacallit? Gazers. Gazers, thank you. Uh, within five feet of her. Yes. Uh, four of them are. Four of them are. Okay. Um, then I'm going to attack her first. Okay. Um, with my laser rifle. Okay. Okay. What kind of damage is it? Uh, radiant damage. Okay. But I rolled a two plus five, seven. Does that hit her AC? Seven's not gonna hit. <laughs> that's all right. Okay, then uh, that's all I can do. All right, Henbeth, it is your turn. I kneel to the ground, hands touching a couple of pebbles on the ground. My ten words are gonna be. For the moths, for the thralkul, 
and I'm going to cast Magic Stone, which yeah. I, can, I can touch one to three pebbles and imbue them with magic. You or someone else can make a ranged spell attack with one of the pebbles by throwing it and hurling it with a sling. If thrown, it has a range of 60 feet. If someone else attacks with the pebble, the attacker adds your spell casting ability modifier, not the attackers, to the attack roll. On a hit, Tart takes bludgeoning damage equal to 1d6 plus your spell casting ability modifier. Hit or miss, the spell will then ends on the stone. Hell yeah. So then are you going to throw them? So I'm going to throw them at a one zero. Yes. Cool. Then uh, give me a spell attack, and don't forget to add your spell attack modifier on your spell sheet. So where is that? Is that the, it's that's the only scroll one. to the yeah scroll to the top of your spells where okay. it says spell attack plus. Okay, gotcha. Yep, yeah, that's that's what you add to your spell attacks. Five plus four, so nine. A nine's not gonna hit. Um, she's gonna dodge out of the way of these. We're rolling great. Um, it is now the gazer's turns. So from left to right, six of them take their turns. Nice. The first one, uh, and these are aberrations, so they're they're mainly randomized. I'm gonna roll a d4 for what each of these does, and uh, I'm not gonna be rolling. I'm not gonna be making any decisions on behalf of the monsters right here. This is all dice. So gazer number one cool. uh, is going to cast. Okay, on Aurora, you are. Uh, I need a strength okay. saving throw. Uh, ten. Okay. Uh, you are going to be pushed 30 feet away underneath a carriage that is uh, rushing past, um, and you're going okay. to take 40 damage. Oh, okay. That's a lot of damage. I'm got also, run over. Right, right. Uh, then I'm also uh, unconscious. Next gazer. Does six damage to uh, uh, Henvin. I, I, I promise that was not like a I hate Matt, I love Corey thing. I rolled no. dice, I swear. No, you don't hate Corey or Matt. I, we all know who you hate. I just get knocked down. My love of my life. Welcome home. Uh, Goop. Wisdom saving throw. Um, and then the rest of them fail. What the fuck is that? It's all scratched out on my dice. I'm rolling another one. I got a 13. A 13? Uh, you said wisdom? Yeah. Uh, what the fuck is my wisdom? Uh, so 14. That saves. A, thir a 13 would have saved. Oh, okay. Um, okay. That is the end of the gazer's turns. Armstrong, what is your first, first saving throw? Fifteen. 
Save. Uh, so for the purposes of time constraint, I'm going to introduce Brutal Death to you guys, where upon dying, your team has one turn to do something, and then the next turn you roll all three of your death saving throws to conserve time and anticipation for the viewer. It is up to you guys if you want to utilize this mechanic. I'll let you discuss it. It is up for grabs, but not necessary. I'm if sorry. We... So, like, right now, he just would roll all three? Um... Yes. At the same time? Okay. Sure. Let's do it. You want please, me to roll... Roll, please roll two more. Do you want me to roll them both at the same time? No, one by one. Because you've got right. one success right now. Mm -hmm. 16. Oh, see, this two, makes two successes. Sixteen. Oh my goodness! Armstrong, all white, returns to one health point. Well, not one health. You're stabilized at zero. Someone needs to bring you back, but you're not going to die. Die. And I used the great dice rolling abilities of D&D &D Beyond because apparently D&D &D Beyond cares more about me than my own dice do. D&D <laughs> &D Beyond. It'll help you with death saves. Maybe. Goop. Okay. Goop is going to... who? Who's closest to Goop right now? Uh, Armstrong. Bad guys. Oh, bad, bad guys? guys. Uh, you guys are still about 10 feet away from the gazers in K10. Okay. Um, yeah, so there's nobody in front of me, right? On the good side? Uh, no. You're on the left side is Armstrong, and on the right side is uh, Aurora. On, okay. And then further right is Henbeth. Goop is going to try and shoot acid at these guys. He's going to acid splash. Okay, cool. But let me roll to hit. I got a, mm, I got a 10 to hit. A ten's uh, on a gazer. Uh, yeah. Ten's not gonna hit. Okay. Uh, but I do actually have a bonus action of. Cool. Let's get something that. I, it's a bonus action. Shadow blade. Um. It says you weave together threads of a shadow to create a sword of solidified gloom. Uh. It would do two d eight psychic damage. Okay. Um, let's see. Range is 20 or 60 feet, I think. Heck yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'm going to How do how do I uh do this one? Cuz so, so it's a spell attack. You'll roll a d20 and add your spell attack modifier, which can be okay. found on your spell page and then it's at the top of, of where like manage spells is. Okay. Uh okay. So rolling a d20. You're a sorcerer, so charisma is your spellcasting modifier. Okay, so yeah, I just got a 17. Yeah, 17's gonna hit. Okay, cool. Wait, wait, so, yeah. are, are you hitting K10 or the gazers? Um, I was gonna try and go for whoever's closest. Okay, one and... of the gazers then. Yeah, that'll yeah. hit. That'll hit. Okay, cool. Uh, let me go back to it again. So just 2d8 psychic damage. Uh, where are my d8s? Okay, so there is one that has one that looks it's in critical condition on the furthest left, 
and okay. then the two to the, the two closest to it uh, are they're they're they've looked better, but they're not looking as bad as that one. Where do you want to target your damage? Um, I will hit whoever's lower. Okay, I suppose. Cool. Uh, I so then do... you're so you're gonna kill one of them. How does it die? Oh wow. Okay. Uh, so Gook like manifests this uh like weird shadowy blade, but. It almost looks round. It looks like it's a round, goopy shadow blade. And he, like, slithers up to these guys, reaches up with one very long, stretchy arm, and bonks him on the head, and it does uh, eight damage. Or it does uh, nine damage. <laughs> yep. This gazer <laughs> <And> is dead. <laughs> he um, Once the gazer dies, he tries to eat it. Can cool. he swallow this thing whole? Uh, since it's an aberration, uh, this is common knowledge. I'm, I'm not trying to halt. No, your... Goop is stupid. Well, I'm not trying to halt your creativity because it's brilliant. Um, if Goop is stupid, then yeah, but aberrations would cause toxic uh, toxicity. That's, so that's common be knowledge. Because Goop is a plasmoid, doesn't he have? Yeah, um... I guess it wouldn't really affect a plasmoid. I keep forgetting the plasmoid stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it would react differently at least. Okay. Because, let me, I'm trying to look at his, like, features, if that's where it would be. Do you want to attempt eating instead of using your free action to say things? Um, yeah, no, Goop, Goop would absolutely try and use a free action to try and eat this guy. Okay, so every time you try to put it in your body, it pops out like it's refusing to be digested and eventually it rests right on the top of you and looks like you're a plasmoid with a beholder head. Goop is okay with this. <laughs> it's Aurora's turn. <laughs> Goop is okay with this. <laughs> Aurora? You're muted. Sorry. I was muted. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm going to do the Death Saves Over D&D &E Beyond. Not because Connor's rolls were better, because mine are probably still going to be crap, but because of, um, you know, that thing where people, accountability and um, intensity. Yeah, because I can see when it pops up on my screen. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, first one. Roll... Yeah, yeah, to everyone. How do you, my lord? Fourteen. That above, it's just have to be above ten, right? Yes. So that's a save. That's a success. Okay, two more successes, and you live. No, no, just one, just one dice. Oh no! What am I doing? I don't know how to do this. Just roll a die. Right, 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 right. Oh, there we go. Ooh, a six. That's a fail. Failure. Ooh, it's getting intense. I don't want to die. I'm too young to die. I love a roll. Ten. Ten is a save. It's a success. Okay, I have to get all three? <laughs> I don't like this. All right. We're going to have two of each. I'm sure of it. I don't want Aurora to die. I there like it her. is. The second. 
Second fail. Are you serious? Are you serious? <laughs> yes. Two Five. fails, two saves. The two fails, this two last saves. roll is Aurora's dead or alive. This last roll is either. You have ten words. What are the what are your last ten words? Um, it's a new turn. You just got trampled by a cart. <laughs> Probably like I didn't want to go out like this. Uh Without finding my brother. There we go. That's probably about 10. It's 13, but I'll it's let a 10, it. baby. That's a save. save. Aurora is alive. Yes, nice. Henbeth, your turn. All right. So I only took six damage, so I'm just going to stand back up. Um, and I'm going to pull out. How many, how many weapons can I pull out? Because I have four arms. Two simple weapons and two uh, martial weapons okay, at the same, and, all at once. And that's what I thought it said because of the two weapon fighting. Yep. Um, so you can wield like a dagger and a light crossbow as well as a great axe all at the same time. So I could have my laser pistol, my crossbow, my laser rifle, and my light hammer all at the same time. Mm, no, because your rifle takes two hands. Okay. So I'm going to do my laser rifle. Okay. That'll take your two bigger hands, so then you can right. wield two more, two small and, and then my laser pistol and crossbow. Sick. Yep. Um, And then I guess, do I just roll? I'm just going to, I want to attack in a range well, yeah. of the gazers at least. Well, yeah, so so here's how it works. You do have all of those things that you can have currently equipped, but you still only have your one action. So let me... Hmm, let me use my crossbow first, because it does... No, no. Let me do my laser pistol because it's going to do the most damage by itself. Okay, who are we aiming at? Uh, I'm still going to be aiming at the K10. Okay, cool. And then it's 3d6 plus 2 for damage, or am I rolling to hit? Am I rolling to hit? Uh, on what are you? Are you what are you using? Your crossbow, you said, or yeah. no, your laser pistol? Yeah, my yeah. laser pistol. Yeah, you'll roll to hit. I got a 17. Okay. Uh, 17's not... Oh, no, 17 is going to hit. And then... 3d6. So let me just nice. get my trusty... He can be on the roll three at a time. A three, a four, and a two. Total for nine. nine. Yep. All right, nine damage. All right, is that your whole turn? And then I get a free action to speak, and I just yell for the Thrykreen again. For the Thrykreen! Sick. Um, okay, it is the Gazer's turns once again. I'm going to roll lots of d4s.
Henbeth. Wisdom saving throw. Armstrong. You automatically fail this dexterity saving throw. And then Goop, you're going to take... Twelve damage. Okay. I got an eighteen plus four, so twenty-two. You save. Am I taking twelve damage as well? You're not taking damage. You're just back down to making your saves again. I I just wanted to double check because if I I'm only if I was taking damage, it'd only be the twelve. Well, since you're since you can't take any more than twelve damage, yeah, it would just bring you back down to zero. You're you're technically taking six damage, six cold damage, or no, ten cold damage, but you automatically failed the dexterity saving throw. So instead of just telling you I'm dealing you all the damage to rub it in, you just you're just back down to making your death saving throws again. Okay, because if, if isn't it if you do twice as much as your... Yes, you're right, but it would not be anywhere close to twice your health points. Okay. Yeah, it's if you're dealt twice your HP in a single uh, hit, then you are instantly dead, no saves. I just wanted to double check because for, for some reason in my head, if you're unconscious at zero, then you take full damage, and so I wanted to make sure the full damage wasn't above 50. Oh no, it's not. It's ten. Okay, you're good. Um, okay, so then uh, that is Armstrong's turn. I need those saving throws. Alrighty, let's do this. You've got this, buddy. I never got to tell you. Eight fail. Twelve. Say oh, yeah. succeed. Ten. Success. One more. Run home, Jack. Run home. Nineteen. Mm. Armstrong is back. Again. Right. It it's may so it may happen again. Goop. With Aurora on deck. Uh, Goop is going to splash again. We're going to acid splashy. Um, so, let me see. Or, wait. I have to roll. Ugh, I got a 12. A 12 to hit. 12's not going to do it. Uh, then Goop is going to try Shadow Blade again. Okay. Uh, blah, 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 blah. What was it again? Oh, wow, I got a nat 20 plus 7 to hit. Nice! That's going to do double damage. Ooh, epic. Okay. So, my 2d8 would be exactly 10, so I'm going to do 20 damage, but I wanted to aim for the, um, the K10. Okay, K10. Yeah, so it's going to be okay. 20 damage total. Ooh, okay, cool. Cause it, your... Yeah, because it's 2d8, yeah. and I rolled a 7 and a 3. Yeah, 20 is good. Yeah. Is that your turn? Yeah. All right, so 
after that, it is K Tin's turn, and she's gonna take her turn to go. <sighs> You've proven yourselves mighty formidable, Red Star Moths. We'll meet again on this rock. Study up. I want a better fight next time. And uh, the uh, the boots click the ground again, and all of the gazers. Uh, start to go back behind K-10 and like jets start to go on their back, on her back and she starts to fly away. She uses her 60 feet of fly speed to fly away with gazers trailing slowly behind her. Do you guys what? do anything before she goes away? What in the Tears of the Kingdom nonsense is this? I was thinking Hisoka. <laughs> Am I able to do anything, or am I still unconscious? You're technically unconscious. Same. But we're out of initiative. There are no more gazers, and some people are coming to your aid, even a couple of, like, local clerics. So you can at least heal to one health point. Cool. Cool. Not dead yet. Um, um, there's... Yeah, go ahead. Uh um um oh sorry I'm so sorry uh so if I'm at are they still like within 60 feet then by the time I'm up or are they gone Yeah they're within 60 feet Cool can I cast command You may try <laughs> I forget I can roll that, for these You said that last time too <laughs> Okay, so let me roll. Oh, well, to be honest, by the time they get you healed, yeah, they'll be long gone. Oh, okay. Well, then never mind. Yeah. He, like, wakes up. He's like, I cast command. <laughs> uh, does it's someone want to fill Armstrong in since he's been unconscious? Same and way. by the way, the people in the great market just start to go back to like this, like this happens all the time. Nice. Like there's an active gang war on the rock of brawl and the merchants are just trying to do their jobs. Some of them are even giving you side eyes. Like you might have uh, less luck buying stuff now. Oh, because we were attacked. How nice. The gang wars goes both ways, misters. <clears throat> Good thing we have everything we need to complete the mission. Um, can I cast? Can I cast cure wounds on both me, uh, with one spell slot and uh, all white with the other? Yes. All right, and it's just one d eight plus one. To I both. need you to. You're a ranger, right? Yeah. Since you're casting two spells back to back, you need to give me a wisdom saving throw. I didn't know that was a thing. Okay. Wisdom saving throw. Here you go. It's all for you. It's all for you, Shawnee-O. Wisdom it's just you're, you're using a lot of energy to cast spells right now. <clears throat> um, right. <laughs> so it's a seven. Out, out. A seven? Yeah. You can cast them uh, as... So, so here's how I'm going to allow this. Uh, you can cast the first one. Mm, 
you can cast the spell twice on one person. Oh, then I'll give it to All White. So twice, so I, I just do 1d8 plus 1 to All White's hit points. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I cast it twice. Yeah. So I roll two d8s. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm being dumb. So You're that's good. a two and a two. Eight and I a two. I threw a curveball at you. Yeah, so ten hit points to arms. Cool. I'm going to return the favor by using healing word. Lit. Um, which is 1d4 plus 3. Uh... And my healing word is rise and shine, rise, rise and shine, soldiers. Time, time to put in the work. But you gotta have the craft before you put in the work. Did I? I got ten hit points. You said. Yeah, and how much did I get? Seven. Seven. Yeah. Cool beans. Okay. Just, just a few, uh, just a few. Bruce ribs, you know, nothing to, <clears throat> nothing to worry about. I, th- I think I'm gonna take a nap right here. I don't think that's a good idea. Let's get you somewhere safer. Concussions don't count when they're in space. So, uh, looking around, is there anywhere, even remotely nearby, uh, that we could rest for a little while? There's a couple of guild houses. Um, there is, if you go outside of the great market, just a ways, uh, there is, let's see, what's Gasper's reclamations? Because the problem is we were on a completely different mission and now we are needing to heal and not die. Oh yeah. Okay. (laughs) There's a guild house that will put adventurers up for a small price called Juggler's Folk. Um, it's a juggler's folk guild house that is known for putting up thieves, actors, and bards for a for a price. They've also got a cleric on site. Oh, how nice. Um, so we're probably going to have to pretend that we are all of or any of those things. <laughs> um, we should probably... There's also oh. the Red Masks Guildhouse that is exclusively for barbarians. I was also going to say, we and, do have and the Mages Guildhall, which is for spellcasters, but you have to be a member. Let's just go to the juggling one and let's call Tatiana and let her know that we're going there. I was going to call her. Uh, then I'll, I'll call Tatiana and just, just let her know. Oh, yeah. Hey, Sugar, how's it going? Uh, not great. Um, we're we're doing pretty rough, but we made it out alive, all four of us. Oh well, well that's good to hear. We actually we made it to the RTC. We're at the Royal Theater Company right now. It's just down the street from the Great Market. I don't, I don't. How we're pretty roughed up. If I'm going to be honest with oh. you, how are we supposed to... oh, you're very roughed. Up. Okay, where where you got? Do y'all need to rest for a little bit or something? That's that was the hope. Yeah. Where y'all staying at? Uh, we were thinking about the juggler's house. The juggler's house. Oh, um, jug- juggler's folk. Okay, yeah, yeah. I've, I've stayed there before. Uh, 
why don't y'all uh, go on in, talk to Monty, uh, say that Tati sent you, and you're a member of the, well, well try to keep it low-key that you're a member of the Moths, and uh, yeah. they should put you guys up in a nice room, and uh, I'll make sure there's some funds in our account, that way you can afford a room right now. Um, I'll head there as soon as possible, but if not, feel free to stock up on the healing from that cleric they got in there. I think it's, uh, I think old Nesbitt's the one that they got still working in there, Dr. Nesbitt. Uh, I'll meet y'all there. Y'all, I'm, I'm headed down Grand Street right now. All right. Thank you. Thank you. We'll we'll meet you there. Yeah, sugar. Bye-bye. Bye. I am Mrs. Nesbitt. Uh, I'd say we, we got to make our way there and, and rest up for, for even just a little while. I'll agree. <laughs> I could be going down for some juggling. My head really hurts. I should take a nap. Uh, I put Armstrong's arm around my shoulder and start making my way in that direction. Wonderful, wonderful. You guys start to head down the street when off in the distance you see Juggler's Folk Guildhouse. And as you're passing by these alleyways, um, can one of you give me a perception check? Just one of you. Uh, Corey, you want to do that? Yeah. You're, uh, you look like a perceptive guy, no offense. I got a natural 20 plus 4, baby. Nice. Nice. You're passing through an alley, and it's starting to rain a little bit, so a lot of people are, like, throwing tarps over their heads. It's hard to see. You're, it, it's difficult, but with a natural 20, you can get an almost clear vision of a armored warrior hunched on a knee speaking into a communicator communicating to a vast beholder like creature on a comm saying Mario I have found the moths I know where they're headed I'm hoping to ambush their captain at the Royal Thea company if we can get them all there, then we can do away with all of the moths in one location. And then this beholder on the other end says, <laughs> Thank you, Agent K-10. Or, since we're getting closer acclaimed, I should call you by your real name, Caitlin Glimmerstone. And that's where we'll pick up. No, I, I don't do. like I this. Uh, okay. Uh, you know what? You know what? I'm gonna I'm upset, you know. But thank you. Anyway, thank you for listening to another episode of TGB One Shots, our favorite show ever. Uh tune in next time to see what the heck that's about. That's the one that hooks the listener, man. That that episode, that's the one that hooked everyone. <laughs> Tune in next time to see how exactly the heck this is going to conclude. Uh, and remember, as always, my friends, to stay. 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 stay.